0: Hello? Hi. Oh, yep, universe. I just wanted to check. Um, are we really doing this again? What's up, Pod Squad? Welcome back. I know it's been a week or two since we spoke. I was in Park City last week, enjoying myself, doing a little carving, a little skiing, a little snowing, a little whatever, whatever, trying to recharge the batteries. And um, yeah, I was like, okay, we get back. It seems like there's a lot of chatter in the world, a lot going on again with COVID. I feel like it's like, again, again, again. Um... I actually posted the exact day last year and I I looked at that podcast before I was about to record this and I was like, holy crap. It's like you could just sub one out for the other because I feel like we're in a very similar situation, cases spiking, all this stuff. And um, I was really like, what, how, how do you stay... How do you stay sane right now? How do you stay inspired? How do you stay, how do you, how do you stay, stay? And you can have all the practices and you can have all the tips and tricks and things to juice you up and keep you going and make you feel good and great and awesome. And you can still find right now extremely challenging. And so you can be both. And I think when it really comes to what's happening right now is we have to give ourselves a little grace. And I think that can be really challenging, right? well, we already did this. I did all the right things. I da 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 da, And you can go on and on and on and you can get yourself into this wild tizzy of what's right, what's wrong. This isn't fair. This isn't whatever. I want to be grateful, but I'm so pissed off. And you find yourself in this very weird, like you're trying to walk the straight and narrow, but you're being pulled in a million different directions because it's extremely challenging. Challenging is the word that's going to come up a lot. It is challenging right now. I was making a joke the other day with, um, my friend's aunt, I was at a, a Hanukkah get together and, um, we were joking. She was like, you know, if anybody answers that they're good right now, like we, we should probably ask who their therapist is because if you genuinely run into someone and they're like, I'm doing great, I am so curious. Like, what do you do for work? Where, like, wh- who's your therapist? Cause I need their number. And whether that's because you are somewhat unscathed by this whole thing, although I feel like it's really hard to believe that anybody is unscathed by this whole situation. This—it's not even a—it. This whole—I don't even know what to call it anymore. Like I don't even know what to call it anymore. It's—it's uh, it's, it's not a situation. Isn't an appropriate word, but neither here nor there. We want some some words of inspiration some words that are going to help us find a little lift this week and what really comes to mind for me or what i feel like has been extremely present or just kind of knocking loudly at my heart is i think a lot of times and especially throughout covid in general you know we're so nervous about having the quarantine being alone being alone being alone a lot of what this whole pandemic, this whole thing has done, has created this sense of aloneness and seclusion and isolation. And that can be extremely scary. And I think another thing we do during this is we forget to call upon our confidants, our friends, our colleagues, our family, everybody. It's like the only way out is by banding together. I read on a comment. I loved this. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, A fellow instructor of mine, I believe she's in New York. Yes. New York city. Her name is Chanel Chanel Howard. She wrote, it won't last forever. If we lock in together, and I loved that because I think when we're upset or we're angry or we're feeling just frustrated with the world or we're nervous and we're living in fear and we're living in, am I going to lose my job? Am we going to go into an a elect- It's like the fear narrative is so loud right now. I think I said like the chatter is so loud and the doomsday narrative is so deafening right now that you, it's going to take everything in your power to keep yourself away from the badlands and you have to ramp up every practice and every form of joy and every thing you ca- everything you can in your arsenal, we have to throw at this and we cannot do it alone. And I think that we tend to default into that. I know I do that when I'm really upset or I'm really frustrated. I try to like go at it alone and I think that's the worst thing that we can do for ourselves because healing only happens in communion, right? You have to be in a group, in a community. You can't just heal on your own. Has anybody ever healed on their own? No, it was usually around people or with someone or a mentor or a coach or a leader or a group of people that had similar things going on. And right now, I think every single person, it would do every single person justice, a, a service to... Instead of defaulting to anger and fear, which is trust me, and never no, trust me, trust the universe. So easy to fall into right now. I I was thinking to myself, I was lying in bed last time. Like I just feel like someone could roll their eyes and people could snap right now, and you'll probably see it out. And I just i. And it's okay to feel that way and also just try to hold that space between your reactions and your timing and just realize that every single person on some level, it's just like all set. It's just all set. There's not one person that I've spoken to in my close friends, peripheral friends, colleagues, whatever that doesn't want to tap out right now. I think everyone wants to tap out right now and it's the holidays and people are getting COVID and not being able to see their families. And it seems worse now more than ever, almost because I I, I've related it to, we got a little taste of freedom. We got a little taste of our old lives back. Like we got a little taste here in Boston of what it felt like to have full rooms and no masks and hugs and kisses and all the good things. And then we're back in masks. And now it's like even worse. And we're hearing this whole flow from New York and all this stuff is happening. And it's like, how do you stay above the waves? My, my, my first, like my first gut reaction thought is get off social media, like get off of it. If you do not use social media for a business or to create revenue and it is solely something that you use for pleasure and it is not bringing you pleasure because the narrative is so negative on there right now, I dare you to give it up for a week. Like I dare you to just give it up until new year's, like just straight up, throw it out. If I could do that, I would do that in a heartbeat. Unfortunately, my social media is the heartbeat of a lot of the things I do. It's how I stay in community with all of you beautiful people, which I love. But it is a double-edged sword when there is a lot of this chatter, this chatter, and it's very loud. And so at any point we could read something or hear something or come across something or overhear a conversation or be in conversation or in the same room or the elevator or wherever where people are constantly just in that negative spiral. And it's really easy to get caught up into it. It's kind of like a heart, like, you know, like that big, like hurricane or a tornado that's just like whirling. And the more shit and the more people and the more things that get thrown into it, like the bigger and scarier it gets, I feel like that's kind of what's going on right now. I, I would urge you, if you can give up social media completely, oh my gosh, I bet that would make such a difference. And secondly, maybe you just put the timer on. A lot of people don't know that you can put a timer on your Instagram and most of your apps, including just your phone in general, that will alert you when you've gone for an hour for whatever you can pick different things. And it's kind of just a nice reminder, like, okay, I'm consuming over creating. And if I'm, what I'm consuming right now isn't actually filling up my cup or making me feel better then it's hindering me and making me feel worse. I've said that before, like you don't just eat through your mouth, you eat through your eyes and your ears. What are you looking at? What are you reading? What are you listening to? Uh, What kind of conversations you're having? All of that. Something to be really, really mindful of as we walk into the next week or so into the the new year is really just doubling down on being extra conscious of what we are letting into our orbit, what we are letting take up space around us, be it in our minds, in our bodies, all of that stuff, something to really think about. And additionally, I think now is, there is no better time than now to really start to dive into what's going to make you a better version of you. And, you know, I say that a lot, like the next best version of you, the 2.0 version of you, because right now, more than ever, it would feel so good to just stop, to just tap out, to be like, nope, I'm just gonna drink all the things and eat all the things. I don't give a shit. I already feel like shit. Like the shit spiral is so gnarly because once you're in it, it is so tough to get out of. But if you can figure out how to crawl and clamor your way back, you will you will be in such a better position than if you just let it take you under. And that is challenging. Again, this is all extremely challenging. This isn't necessarily easy. This isn't comfortable. And it doesn't feel necessarily amazing. It would feel so much better to just tap out. I mean, right? It would feel so much better. I'll just go numb out with alcohol. I'll eat all the things. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It's like super cool to care right now and dig deeper into yourself. I was walking into the studio this morning and it was like 19 degrees. And I, I always joke with my dad, I'm somewhere between Jesus Christ and and David Goggins. Like I'm always either listening to some kind of Les Brown or somebody yelling at me, like dig into your faith, or I'm listening to David Goggins talking about running 50 miles and like peeing blood, something crazy like that. Like I'm somewhere in between there. And I heard this, this morning, it was a sermon by Les Brown who I listen to quite often And he said something along the lines of sometimes you got to back up and go within. You got to get quiet. You got to get still. You got to pray. You got to meditate. And if you're not into praying, if you're not into higher power, then this literally might not be for you. This podcast might not be for you because I think right now more so than ever, this is your time. You know, when you want to tap out, I say tap into something bigger and what." That bigger thing usually looks like is faith because it can't just be little old me in this world going 12 rounds with all the shit going on right now because I will get knocked out. I will get knocked out. I will get knocked down. And when I'm knocked down and knocked out on my knees, there is going to be something that pulls me up. And I truly believe that that is your faith. I don't care what you believe but it can't just be little old you going 12 rounds with the universe right now, going 12 rounds with all the crazy shit, chaos, you call it whatever you want out there because you're going to get knocked the fuck out. And I think that the most challenging thing is to stay in faith and stay believing and stay hopeful and stay all of those things because it makes you really question your beliefs, like. You play that, well, what why is this happening game then? Well, if there was this, then why is this happening or what is going on? And if you're playing that game, you're gonna it's a sure shot sign that you're gonna be in a shit spiral. So don't even do that to yourself. Don't play those negative scenarios and those negative outcomes because think about if you were to sit in a theater and one theater was like happy cartoons and playful and fun, and one theater showing just horror and, uh, and like horrible situations and like war movies and all this bad stuff and like just tragedy and trauma. And we use it as a control experiment. Like it, that is what your mind is like. Think of your mind and your thoughts like a white screen, And you are projecting what you want to feel, what you want to see, who you want to be onto that screen. And if we were to compare the two groups of people, don't you think the comedy, fun, cartoon people are going to have a totally different outlook than the people that are projecting the trauma and scary and and horrific things? And the wildest part is it's just your mind. And don't get me wrong, sometimes we find ourselves in that trip up moment of, oh, I'm doing that thing again. I'm, I'm playing that nasty narrative or I'm playing that, I'm projecting that movie that I don't want to watch right now. And I think that if you were to close your eyes, even listening to this, unless you're driving or maybe just do this later and, and you really start to visualize, okay, okay, what's the best outcome? because as quickly as you could play the worst outcome you could also fantasize about the best outcome and yet we very rarely do that isn't that wild like as human beings we like to play out the doomsday the worst case scenario cry before like cry over the spilt milk before we've even spilt it or worrying about something before it happens it's like if we find ourselves in that state of worry and anxiety and we do all that and we worry and anxiety about something that hasn't happened yet we don't even know the outcome and we worry and we anxiety and then we get to that thing and it's actually not that big of a deal or it just passes or it's like nothing ever happened it's like oh my gosh I did that to myself I literally put myself in such a shitty position because I let myself future trip to the negative. It's like, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Don't relive it twice. Don't relive all the anxiety and anxiousness and worry and fear and gut-wrenching feelings before you even know the outcome of the situation. Like when you say it out loud like that, you're like, wow. Okay. I'm literally doing this to myself. Wow. Sometimes it just takes saying it out loud we're hearing in a certain way to really call bullshit on your crazy, on your thoughts that are just reeling and taking you down and putting you in that shitstorm spiral. Right now. We have to do everything we can to keep us away from that. And while, yes, go inward and meditate and think about it and reframe your thoughts and project what you really want to see, who you really want to be on that projector, the good stuff, not the shit storm, not the crap stuff, it's also super important to surround yourself with people who are going to take it on with you. Again, that community aspect. That pack, your people, your squad, who you surround yourself with that is going to help you get to the other side. I think of a lot of times in sport or, you know, there's a really particularly tough game or a challenging situation or... anything in life where you've been in community and you could not have done it alone without your teammates, without the people that you surrounded yourself with, without your family, because right now it's so easy, like I said, to retract and just be alone in the, in the gook and the crap of it and just be trying to fight your way through it. And it's like, no phone, a friend, phone, a friend, phone a friend today, pick up the phone and call somebody and try to make their day. And I guarantee just by doing that, you will have a better day or just send a text that says, Hey, I'm thinking of you. I know times are crazy right now. I know it's really chaotic. Maybe someone, you know, is sick. Check in on them. When I was super sick and I myself had COVID, it meant the world to me when people checked in on me because it made me feel less alone. And in a situation where you are secluded and isolated and alone, your thoughts feel like they're eating you alive. It's idle hands are the devil's playground. Pick up the phone and check in on your people, even your strong friends, check in on anybody. Just say hi. Say I'm thinking of you. I'm sending love and light your way. It sounds like the silliest, smallest thing. And yet, how many of us, how many of y'all do that? How many of us do that on a regular basis? So easy, so profound could absolutely change the trajectory of someone's day. All this to say, right now is the time to band together and not try to take on this storm by yourself or feel like you're fighting it alone because everybody is fighting some kind of silent battle right now that we have no idea about in some way, shape, or form in their life. I break it down as five pillars. Friends, family, relationship, loving, partner, whatever. Home, Location and work. And I think it's safe to say that every single human being right now that is going through this may have one, two, three, several pillars of their life that are feeling a little shaky, if not crumbled. And we are all just trying to work through it. Do not try to go at it alone even though that seems like the easiest thing to do is just retract and recoil and I'm just going to stay, like you can physically feel that in your body, Like, like the recoil, like I can't do it again, I can't do it again, I won't do it again. And really if we just soften and like let your shoulders drop and be like, okay, let me pick up the phone, let me send that text. Under Armour has a saying, the only way out is through. And I think that's safe to say we could play that quote, for everything going on right now. But I want to take that one further. The only way out is through and together because we can't do this alone. And in communion, we will all heal. And that's really, uh, that's that's it today. That's what's on my heart. And I hope it's well-received because I truly am a firm believer in what's personal is universal. If this was well-received, the best thing you could do is share it with someone else who might benefit from it word of mouth. Until next time, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.